You are now listening to Secret Session, a podcast where we analyze Taylor Swift's entire discography one song at a time in thematic order. Join us as we tell the story behind the lyrics. Hey there, Swifties! Welcome back for another episode of Secret Session Podcast. These are your hosts, Noel and Alice, and today we're going to talk about the song Labyrinth. So we had already talked about this in the two previous episodes, and we think that this song could be the third part of a story that's narrated with the songs You're Losing Me and It's Different. So that's why we're talking about it now. And this is the 10th track of Midnight, and it was written by Taylor Swift and Jack Antonoff. This song is about falling in love again after being hurt, possibly with and by the same person. Not necessarily, but we'll get to that. Well, we kind of said that we still don't understand this song. And... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, um, let me rectify that. Because, of course, um, it's a very tricky song. Because we don't know the, the background, the context. We just know that what, you know, what we feel this is about. So, yeah, it's a very personal interpretation, I guess. Uh, what we are going to talk about today. I mean, Taylor has never talked about the song. We just, you know, gather the information that we can gather from the songs and just go with it for an interpretation. So if you don't, like, agree with our interpretation, that's totally understandable. It's a song that really has not such a like a um specific context the lyrics are very general you can like gather anything from this song and it will be okay yeah i think it's it's more about a kind of feeling than a kind of situation like of course there was something that made this song possible like Mm -hmm. of course so yeah they're obviously related to something, but the song is, as you were saying, very general. I think I think you can see it in different ways, and and you can apply it to different situations. Yeah, and also like, that's a good thing, I guess. That's yes, yeah, because I mean, yeah. uh, it can be relatable to you in the sense that she's not being specific. It's not like this event happened. It's mm-hmm. like. I felt this way and of course we can feel the same way in very different situations. Like the thing that I think about listening to this song is different from the thing that you think about or that Taylor thought about or <laughs> like everyone else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the feeling is still the same and I think that's beautiful. And honestly, I think this is one of her best written songs. Oh, yes. Like after really get into the lyrics yes yes truly like i regret not liking this song so much at first because it's a great fucking song yeah the lyrics are just amazing guys but we'll see how amazing they are soon (laughs) yes let's get to the lyrics it only hurts this much right now was what i was thinking the whole time breathe in breathe through breathe deep breathe out I'll be getting over you my whole life. So at the beginning of this song, we see Taylor thinking about a moment after a breakup. She was repeating to herself that it hurt that much because a breakup isn't obviously uh, an easy thing. And so it can also hurt when you were the one who wanted that in the first place. I mean, we kind of see that also in It's Different. Yes. But this feeling, this hurt didn't go away. We have these two opposing elements. She says, it only hurts this much right now. But she was thinking that the whole time. This I don't know. I don't even have the words to describe this. Like, it's so fucking relatable. Yes. And so true. You know, when people say, you know, like, time heals all wounds. And then, you know, yes. you're like, yeah, I guess. But it still fucking hurts. Whatever it is that hurt you, you know. And it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that 100% my interpretation, but mm-hmm. it's like those situations where you're so hurt that you can't even see a future, maybe. You're trying to take it day by day and you 
keep repeating the same thing every day. Like, <laughs> this just today, tomorrow will be better. But you say that every day. Yeah, like, you, you, you tell yourself, you just need to push through this day and tomorrow and the day after that, and then it will be okay. And it's just like a way to comfort yourself. Not like a slight in yourself, because I don't think that that's the case. But you do need to find comfort somewhere. And so you say, tomorrow will be better. And, and you, you, you try yeah. to believe that. Yeah, it only hurts this much right now. It's like a way to comfort yourself. Saying, you know, this is uh, the highest amount of pain you're going to experience in your life basically yes. or like from this situation so you just need to push through and then when that doesn't you know doesn't reveal itself to be true you're like wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like you did push through that pain in that moment you know so i guess it, it's yeah. still progress and then we have the the breathe lyrics taylor kind of mentioned these lyrics uh, in her graduation speech. There she said, Hard thing will happen to us. We will recover. We will learn from it. We will grow more resilient because of it. And as long as we're fortunate enough to be breathing, we will breathe in, breathe through, breathe deep, and breathe out. And, and I'm she's a doctor. A doctor. <laughs> she knows, she knows like, how breathing works. Yes. <laughs> Um, so by saying this, it seems like she's trying to calm herself. And I mean, at some point in our lives, we all needed to stop for a minute, you know, breathe deep and reset. Breathing like deeply, those deep breaths. Yeah. Stress the fuck out of me. Yeah, I can like, do that. Like <laughs> it's so difficult. Like I think it's something you need to learn because sometimes, like yes, I found myself like trying to do this but when you're like and then breathe deep and count like eight seconds i think you're supposed to do mm -hmm. something like that and, and then i'm like oh my god like, <laughs> this is stressing me out i overthink but, it so much like yes if i try and take like 10 deep breaths i'm like i'm not doing this the way it's supposed to be i know it <laughs> like i'm not breathing yes. deep enough i'm not counting enough i don't know <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I the, end up thinking yeah. about breathing, though, you know, not like what yeah, to breathe. Yeah, that's no, thing. I think that's the point. Yeah. Like, focus on your. No, that's literally the point. Like, in yeah, but I, also, I overthink like, it. There, there I are like, these methods. Yeah. <laughs> I think there are. I, I don't want to be overly specific about this because it's not really my field, but there are situations in which you can use like this body scan things. Mm -hmm. So you focus on your breathing and on your body and that helps, that should help. But it's something that you need to learn how to do. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, I get it. I, I don't know. I found myself telling myself like, okay, calm, reset, breathe deep and then go on mm -hmm. like in general you don't have to overthink it because if i think about that then it's like anxiety it's like those anxiety balls you know like those mm -hmm. stress thingies yeah. that should calm you they no don't. i don't like that <laughs> don't do that for me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so guys we don't even know how to breathe we need to learn to do that too so like Living 101, we're failing. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. So we have two parallels. The first one is from the song Electric Touch. Just breathe, just relax. It'll be okay. And that's literally the point. Yeah. <laughs> and then from Epiphany, what you breathe in, what you breathe in out. This is kind of different. Yeah. But there's breathe. obviously yes. this focus <laughs> on breathing. I was thinking about the song Breathe because we didn't mention it yeah but yeah no it's yeah. It, it's kind of the opposite because she's like i can't breathe without you but i have to but i have to <laughs> yeah so that's like not having that person in her life was taking away her, breath. her ability to breathe yeah yes and here she's like breathe you don't have that person in your life anymore yeah it's different kind of breathing but yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I thought it was worth mentioning. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, you'll cut it. You decide. Okay. 
So the first verse gets progressively worse because it starts with Taylor saying that the pain is just that that pain is just a momentary feeling. Then she says she feels that way all the time, so much so that the act of getting over him will last her whole life. I'll be getting over you my whole life. Yeah. Yes. But it's... No. I get the feeling. Yeah. I keep thinking about Evermore. I had this feeling so peculiar that this pain would be forevermore. Yeah. But it's not even that. No, because um, I think it's a different kind of pain, what we have in Evermore. Yes. But yes. in Labyrinth, I think it's, it's a specific kind of pain, you know, breakup, um, a love that just ended. Yes. I think Evermore is, uh, is about pain in a more general sense. Yes. So then we have, you know how scared I am of elevators? Never trust it. If it rises fast, it can't last. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> story time so in my opinion the first verse is one of the most relatable things that taylor has ever written and i remember listening to the song for the first time and being like oh damn me too me too <laughs> and then oh, she right. talked about being scared of elevators <laughs> i seriously <laughs> thought she could read my mind okay i know that the elevator is obviously a metaphor and we'll get to that but it's not immediately obvious if you don't know the lyrics. So if you're just listening to the song for the first time, I mean, she says, I'm scared of elevators. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, elevator is not my favorite thing in the world. And I never use them when I'm by myself because I'm scared of getting stuck. You, you don't use them only when you're by yourself, but if you're like yes. with another person, you use them? Yes. Okay, then it's, it's okay. okay. Then it's okay, yeah. The thing that I find scary, really, is that I wouldn't really know what to do if I got stuck and I was by myself. And it would also piss me off because I would be late for things <laughs> and that kind of stuff. And <gasps> no it would way. just ruin of my plans. Of course you would think that. I would think, like, yeah. my oxygen is starting to you know no, it's yeah i don't i will not have no. oxygen in a couple of minutes that's what i think about. <laughs> no and like and also on, i had stuff to do and also and i think here. i think about that prank that pam did on dwight where she stopped <laughs> yeah. the elevator and he immediately peed in the corner <laughs> that's what also i think about yeah no don't like that <laughs> oh my god but yeah, the point is that I wouldn't really know what to do. No. Uh, but that, it happened to me. Last summer, wow. I guess, I wasn't by myself. Mm -hmm. But I got stuck in an, in an elevator in France. Oh my god. Yeah, and, that's uh, great. I mean, I that don't speak French. That is fucking scary. <laughs> I, I don't really speak French. So, like, we called in, I don't know, we pushed the button and yeah. someone called us. Um but we couldn't really hear each other, so they hung up the phone, oh and that God. was scary. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> and then, so we called again, like, we pushed the button again. I mean, I don't know, I, I think I spoke half English, half French. <coughs> the other person didn't speak English, and, but yeah, we made it out, that elevator, and so yeah. <laughs> but at some point I was like, yeah, gonna die here, probably. About what I said earlier, um, I, I, I didn't want to come off as like, I don't know, heartless. Um, I'm, I'm not like oh, against no, you, people with think a fear of elevators. I just, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I understand it's a real, I mean, maybe also kind of a, like a phobia thing. I don't know. Like Yeah, it could be. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. No, because like at university, there's like it's like five floors, and I always have to get on the third floor minimum. And so like every fucking time I'm alone, I go with the elevator. But when I'm with this other friend of mine, she's afraid of elevators, and that's that's okay. But she always, always makes me take the stairs, and I hate it. <laughs> Big. It's well, not like okay, the, the I mean, it's the physical movement that pisses me off because that's okay. It's just that I um, 
how do I say it? Um, like, I sweat a lot for nothing, okay? And I hate it when I get to class and I'm all fucking sweaty, okay? And, and I walk to university. Fair. So it's like 20 minutes walk plus three floors. Like, no, I don't want to be sweaty anymore. Okay? <laughs> this is my whole fucking life in Rome. I'm always fucking sweaty because I walk everywhere, okay? Fair. That's the only problem with elevators that I have, but yeah. But I'm getting better, like, no, but honestly, okay. it wouldn't like, be the end of the world. Yeah, but it's not like you, you have to take the stairs. Like, here in Italy, it's a possibility, you know, to take the stairs. Of course, if you're, like, yes. you, I guess, in a fucking skyscraper, I don't think you, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you can take the stairs. There, but... I would take the elevator also yeah. by myself, because, yeah. like, I wouldn't care. Like, n- not doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, elevators. Yeah. <laughs> it's a metaphor, by the way. Obviously, the elevator in Labyrinth symbolizes a relationship, in particular, one that starts right away and it's very intense. So, these kinds of relationships scare her because she knows their fate. They will be passionate and intense at first, but that's it because they will end soon. And that's literally what happens with elevators. If they're fast, the ride will be shorter, so it won't last long. And I guess that's a good thing from what (laughs) we've been saying. It could be interesting to know that she uses the word trust. We know that trust is one of the fundamental elements in a relationship. And it's not that she doesn't trust the other person. I'm like, I don't know, I did something bad when she says, I never trust a narcissist. But, I mean, who would trust a narcissist? <laughs> Wait. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't. Here in Labyrinth, she doesn't trust the relationship itself. And I guess we've seen this yeah. before in other songs. For example, in Gold Rush, she says, I don't like that falling feels like flying to the bone crush. And I, This is my favorite lyrics ever. I know. I know you said this before. Ever. Like, yeah. I, I got chills every time. I. Yeah. It's... Okay, yeah. we'll get to that lyric at some point, but that's my favorite. Yeah, it's a great fucking lyric. Yeah. I, I need to stop swearing so much. I'm sorry. No, me too. Yeah, but I Who knows if anyway. we'll ever mark one of our episodes as non-explicit. I don't think so. No. <laughs> like, I, I, I <laughs> we know should myself. Try it. I, like, <laughs> we should try it as a challenge or something like that. Mm. too I, late for this episode by the way yeah i can like beep out some sw- like swear words but <laughs> i don't know if i can not no, say I that like <laughs> i have to try obviously because i'm an adult like <laughs> i can not swear so you can so say much. that i mean <laughs> you're allowed <laughs> yeah but yeah uh, anyway i guess this is not a parallel but she does mention elevators in ours Elevator patterns and morning air. Yeah, I think yeah. that there it was like yeah, no real that's... elevators. Yeah. Okay, then we have the chorus, I guess. Oh oh, I'm falling in love. Oh no, I'm falling in love again. Oh, I'm falling in love. I thought the plane was going down. How do you turn it right around? So in the first verse and pre-chorus, she states how difficult it is for her to move on and to love again. Then we have a switch in the chorus. Something happens and there she is, falling in love again. As we said in the last two episodes, so you're losing me and it's different. And as we said at the beginning of this episode, we feel like the song could be about falling in love again with the same person after a breakup. We obviously don't know if that's what really happens, but it can make sense. So the person she was trying to move on from could be the same she's falling in love with. But it might as well be that she thought she would never love again. But then she met the person who showed her that it was still possible. I'm like shocked that we didn't mention like in this 26 minutes of recording. Uh, we didn't mention the Alcott. That's literally what's happening here. Yeah. yeah. I tell you that I think I'm falling back in love with you. It, it's they see like they see each other again after some time. And they're like still the same because she's still, you know, writing in her golden notebook and he's still like watching her writing and then you know like 
the first thing that I do is the last thing you wanted. It's the first thing that I do. I tell you that I think I'm falling back in love with you. Like, neither one of them wanted it to happen, but it happened. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that there she also says, give, give me some tips to forget you. Oh, yeah. Tell me how, how I can move on from you. Anyway, these OOs are, like, crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously there's... um. An important element in the music, in the melody, because without that, I don't think it would be possible to truly understand these lyrics, I guess. But each one of these three lines about falling in love again is very um, specific, has a very specific meaning. So the first, oh, oh. I'm falling in love. This is, I guess, like a, a kind of a, like a, um, initial shock. Yeah, like I wasn't expecting that this would happen. But yeah. here I am, falling in love again. So this is possible. So what is happening? It's just the shock because it was unexpected. Yeah, it, it's also kind of like that, uh, oh, that you say when you're like in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a very uh-oh. comic trouble, I guess, because, uh oh, what the fuck says <laughs> yes, that? But uh-oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oopsie. Oopsie. Oopsie, I'm falling. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! I said it! Oh no! Right? <laughs> See? It's like the natural uh, sequence. Okay, then we have, oh no! And that's the realization that this is happening and that it's not a good thing. In common peril. That's yeah. <laughs> what I hear. And, and here she says, I'm falling in love again. Yeah. So obviously the again could be again with this person. So obviously this again could be like again in general. I don't I didn't think it was possible, but here I am falling in love again. But it could also be again with the same person. And then we have oh, I'm falling in love. So that's acceptance. I, I think it's also kind of like another shock. Yeah, but in a yeah. nice way. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh okay, so this is happening and doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah. Exactly. Because I think that in general, after you've been heartbroken, you can be scared that it could happen again. Yeah, of course. And of course, it all uh, begins from falling in love. And so, so, okay, this is happening. And what will happen in the future? Like, will I be hurt? Will this be the one? You don't know. And so, yeah, I think that's it. And also, mm, the thing that as we said before, it could be about the same person. Like, it's the same feeling, but a hundred times more. Because you know that the relationship failed the first time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, why wouldn't it fail a second time? It usually does. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I think, I don't know, I, I don't want to say this. I don't know, really. Like, there are a hundred different situations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it can happen if it's been enough years and if you've found a way to solve your problems and the reasons why you broke up in the first place. Yeah. But there, there's also the risk that as time goes by, you become a different person because that happens. Maybe you're not compatible anymore. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you're so know. compatible after all those years kudos to you like i think it could work <laughs> good for you like obviously it's, i mean yeah if i think there, it's rare actually yeah if there's like a specific problem that you needed to solve and you did then yeah i guess it makes sense to get back to- together with that new mindset but i i don't really i don't really have any personal examples like now that i think about it so i don't really know i mean if we're talking about celebrities there's like Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about them. Too. Yeah, right. Yeah, they did get back together yeah, after I mean, a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it's rare, but I think it could happen. And then who knows? I think it also depends on the reason why you, you broke up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because if t- if it's like life, <laughs> then I get it. If it's like a big personality thing or something like that, yeah. then no. But that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
So she says, I thought the plane was going down. How'd you turn it right around? And that's actually what makes me think that she's talking about the same person here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the plane was going down, the relationship yeah. and everything else was going down. But then he found a way to turn it right around. He found a way to make it back into her life. And she performed this song in Buenos Aires. And while she was singing, I thought the plane was going down. A plane flew by. I think it was a nice coincidence. Yeah. And she's obviously a witch. Because, yes. I mean, have you seen the compilation? Well, the I don't things know. Things that happen casually? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Also, I'm obsessed with the fact that she posted it on Twitter. That video. Yes. Girl. What is that? Is that like an <laughs> Easter egg? A reputation? Yes. By the way, yes. Yeah. I mean, we, we could be like an episode away from Reputation t Turner's version, but we're not talking about that, obviously. <laughs> yes, because... Uh, but, yeah. 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 I, I want to believe that. Okay. <laughs> I want to believe that. So they find a way... He find a way, I guess, to make it better, like to get the relationship back on yep. yeah that was the chorus then we had the second verse it only feels this raw right now lost in the labyrinth of my mind break up break free break through break down you will break your back to make me break a smile um i guess we we have the same lyrics as in the first verse but this time it's raw it's a raw feeling yes it's, it's different obviously um, it's the same kind of lyrical composition, but it's a different meaning. Uh, the fact that it's raw makes me think that the relationship is, you know, back on, but the wound is still raw. It's still hurting yeah. underneath all that new kind of relationship. And that made her, like, spiral. Like, she's she was... I mean, it's a weird feeling, I guess, now that I think about it. Like... You're still hurting from that breakup. You're, you're together with that person. Yeah. It can be confusing, I, I, I guess. I don't know how I see these lyrics. Like, I think it... I see it mm -hmm. not necessarily after... I know it's after the chorus. So it's after, like, she's falling in love again. But in my mind, it's before. I don't know. It covers the whole thing. She's telling the story from the breakup until the point where he would break his back to make her break a smile. I agree, but um, I think it's still after they get back together. Yeah, Because be. she says, lost in the labyrinth of my mind. Like, she's spiraling, thinking about the whole situation. And so she thinks about yes. what they went through. Like, the breakup, and then the fact that she broke free from that relationship, but also that they had a breakthrough because he made it better. He turned the plane back around. But she does break down because the whole situation is confusing. Like, it's still raw uh, from yeah. the first breakup. It's like a limbo, you know? Like, she doesn't know if it's good yeah. or bad yet. And so she spirals. And then she says, you know, you will break your back to make me break a smile. Like, you want to make me happy in this new situation, but I'm still hurting. And she doesn't yeah. really know why. No, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. It makes sense. Yeah, it's still a new beginning, but you have this baggage now. Yes. Which is the relationship you've already had with this person. Or with another person. Yeah, it's know? only just the relationship itself. Yeah, it's also the breakup, the, the hurt that came from that. Yes. So, now that we're at it, let's do a labyrinth deep dive. Yes. I mean, it's crazy how little we have on labyrinth, but also how much. And it's a weird thing, I know. Yes. Anyway, labyrinth... I will get that. Yeah. To that. So, labyrinth is a word of pre-Greek origin, but we still don't know exactly what it meant. Like, that's fucking crazy if you think about it. We don't know what yes. it meant before this Greek um, origin. And some studies suggest that it comes from labris, which I don't know the pronunciation of. Yeah, labris, I don't know. What. Anyway, it's a Lydian word for double-bladed axe. Um, Lydia was, I guess it's in Anatolia, the geographical okay. area. Um, so the double axe is not exactly a weapon. And it usually accompanies goddesses or women, so not male gods. That's kind of weird because, you know, an axe, you would think that it's a yeah. weapon, but it's not. So 
During the excavation of the Palace of Gnosis in Crete, the double X motif appears in the ruins. So labyrinth could mean the house of the double X. But actually, on Crete, there were other excavations where the motif was found. So it's not necessarily connected to the palace itself. In a general sense, labyrinthos were also caves on Crete. So it's, it's still not a really specific meaning. We know today that labyrinthos already had the same meaning we give today to the word labyrinth, and since there were examples of these structures in the classical times, so there was the Cretan, Cretan, Cretan? labyrinth, you know, the labyrinth of the, the Minotaur, and also an Egyptian labyrinth, but also an Italian labyrinth, and that was what I wanted to talk about. Anyway, we all know the legend of the Creton Labyrinth, you know, this impressive structure designed by the mythical Daedalus for the Minoan king Minos. I'm botching all the pronunciations here because I don't know that in English, (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, So the labyrinth was designed to keep the Minotaur inside, but also it was kind of like a stage for its prey because we all know the story of the tributes sent from Athens. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. And the Italian labyrinth was actually a tomb for the Etruscan. Etruscan? What? Oh my god. (laughs) I'm going to say Etruscan, but I don't know. King Lars Porsena. Porsena in in Italian. Um, And I read a a little bit about his Wikipedia page because I honestly didn't know much about this person. He was important because he waged war against Rome very very early in the Roman history because it was still a kingdom so way before the Republic yes this doesn't concern obviously the song but it was interesting to read about I mean I don't think people know what Etruria was yeah now that I think about I don't it think I don't so, think people actually. know yeah anyway um, the Etruscan were a great people I guess before the Romans. Yeah. Like, when the Romans were still, like, tribes, like, mixed tribes of people, like the Latins, yeah. etc., there was, like, a kingdom, the Etruscan kingdom, Etruria, which is basically where now Tuscany is. And it was, like, yeah. we don't know anything about these people, guys. We don't know basically anything, but, I mean, they were not, like, as great as the Egyptians were. But we're close to that, guys. We don't know anything about them. <laughs> and it's crazy because obviously the Romans, as soon as they became like important in Italy, they were like their true skin were destroyed, basically. Um, so we don't know anything about them because of that. But um, it's a very interesting history if you want to yeah. check it out. Yeah, I don't think it's very known outside. I don't think so. No. I mean, even here, my cousin is an archaeologist, yeah. and I think her dissertation was about this. Mm-hmm. It, how do you pronounce that? Etruscan tom- tombs or something like that, yeah. and it was interesting, but there is not much about that. Also, I think because of the Roman settlements there. Oh, yeah. yeah obviously, they colonized the rest of Italy. Yes, yeah, but you you can see the influence also in the Roman culture, or at least early Roman culture. Yeah, the the thing about the Romans is that they didn't really have a specific culture themselves. So when they colonized other peoples, they usually integrated the colonized culture in theirs too. So like half of Roman culture is also Greek culture. Yes. So... And the other half is basically all the other cultures together. <laughs> so, yeah. And also, like, talking about the place where they they were, it's very close. Like, as we said, Tuscany is pretty close to Rome, where the Roman Empire... Lo- not Empire, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, later Empire, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, culture in general started. Yeah, of course, it's close. But also, like, in those times, well, as I said before, the the Romans came from a a tribe called Latins. That's why the language is called Latin. (laughs) Anyway, and and that was like a, it it was a minuscule tribe if compared to the Etruscan Etruscan kingdom. I still don't know the, the pronunciation. So 
it was like they lived in the woods, in the forest, they hunted and gathered, like, and the Etruscans were already a flourishing kingdom, you know? Yep. Yeah, they were close, but they didn't, like, trade or anything, you know? So it's... No. They weren't, like, influenced by the Etruscan at first. Yeah, no, that's right. But, yeah, I mean, they, they were already a great kingdom before Rome became a city, you know? And that's crazy if you think about it, but, yeah. Justice for... Etruscan or, or it could be Etruscan, like maybe it's Etruscan and we're still also yeah. in Italian. It's like Etruski. The place is also like Tusha is there. I don't know. Yes, it's a part where they were living. I guess I don't know if that's I know right. that the capital was um, Chiusi, which I don't know how to pronounce in English. Yes. Comunque sì, Tusha era denominazione attribuita all'Etruria dopo la fine del dominio etrusco. Ah. Okay. Comunque abbiamo parlato 56 minuti. Che zona prende? Parte nord-occidentale del Lazio, delimitata dal confine sì. toscano. Sì, ok. Vabbè. Anyway. I mean, we don't know about this because neither one of us is um, an historian. Um. No. Gaia is an Gaia, historian. Hi. Anyway, the, the thing about this um, tomb, the Italian labyrinth tomb for this king of Etruria is that it contained an underground maze. So that's why we're talking about labyrinths. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, like, side note, labyrinth or maze? Because, I mean, that's a question that I asked myself when I was writing the script. I don't know about you. Yeah. They're basically the same. Like, they, they can be used as synonyms. But actually, a maze is something specific it's like a path or a collection of paths i'm reading the, the quote here typically from an entrance to a goal so like the maze is the thing you you like solve you know yeah i think the difference like i was looking into this yeah. i think the main difference is that a labyrinth doesn't have closed paths oh like okay. you will get to the center either way like The cover of this episode, that's a maze. Okay. Um, <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> But again, there are synonyms, so it's not really like... Yeah, yeah no, it, there is a difference, but they're used as synonyms. And I actually think that Taylor used it because it's prettier. Yeah. Like a... Yeah. It's it's also, I think, more sophisticated. Yeah, because it's it comes from the, the classical meaning. Like, it comes from the labyrinth. Yes. Oh, Crete. I still don't know how to pronounce that. Sorry. Yes. So it's like, it's that specific origin. While the maze, I, I think it's the pattern itself, you know? Yes. And also it's similar to the Italian word for it. So Labirinto. Yeah, because yes, it comes literally. from Latin, which it's comes that. from Greek. Yeah, because it's of directly that. directly from that. Yeah. So it's also the thing that the English, the fancy words in English are almost always... Um, from Latin and Greek. Coming yes. from Latin words. And so they're yes. similar to Italian words. Yes. And so, I mean, we understand them. We understand them. We, yes, that's we, why. Well, yes. And then there are easy words that I'm like, I'm dumb. Like, what what does this mean? But yes. it's fine. Because it doesn't have any relation to Latin. But reciprocate, yes. I get. Yes. I said reciprocate because it's, I don't know. It's one of my favorite words, which doesn't make any sense, but I yeah. like how it sounds. It makes sense because you said that. <laughs> like, it's, it's a you thing, you know? <laughs> yes, it, it, it is. Yeah. But yeah, where were we? Um, so, I mean, yeah. still on an historical note, both the Greeks and the Romans used maze patterns on coins and floor mosaics, and they also appear in medieval manuscripts. So it's like a big theme, you know? I and think that there is yeah. a church. I think it's yes, something. In somewhere. France. Where is it? I read about in it. France. It's yeah. like I think Chartres. It's Chartres. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the cathedral. Yeah, like, cathedral. I yeah. remember studying that and it has like a labyrinth. In the floor. Um, like, yes. In the, the floor But pattern. also like in yeah. the near the front door. I don't know how that's called. I don't re even remember in Italian. Yeah, but and I think it's it not has. really like known why 
that's yes. there. But yeah. from what I read, labyrinths have always had um, like meanings of well, like they also appear at the entrances of buildings um, because they may have served a similar like a purpose of um, keeping people away, spirits like malevolent spirits. Mm-hmm. I don't know because like. I, I guess the, 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 the logic is that the spirit wants to get in the church or in the, you know, religious yeah. um, building. And there's and it gets confused because there's like a labyrinth, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But also, yeah, that's the idea. It, it also served as paths for ritual dances. Yeah, but um, in in a general sense, especially in the Christian um, culture, it's seen as a symbol of pilgrimage, and it kind of it's kind of like a map of spiritual paths that you can follow. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still like it's a very still confusing theme because we don't know the origin of a labyrinth. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I've, I'm done. We can get back to the song. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm so sorry. It was interesting. I guess. Um, So, yeah. In the song, there are um, really a lot of lyrics. And the same lyrics are repeated a lot of times. Yeah. And this is why I feel like the fact that she says the song title only once is special. I love this. I love it. I love it. it Yes. Yes. It's like it's, when it's because, the, yeah. the characters that in a movie time. say the movie title and I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. Inception. Yeah, like, also yes. in a book. I love that. Yes, yes. In general, this doesn't happen a lot in Taylor's music. Actually, it might be the only case. Like, I went through her discography. I mean, doesn't... And I think that's the only time that happens. Doesn't she say that also in Vigilante shit? No. She says it only oh, once. Yeah. And I hope she will do that more. Yeah, because it's fucking iconic when it happens. Yeah. It's so iconic and I love it because, like, it has the meaning of this old song. Yes. Like, labyrinth. You're, you're like, why? And then she says, lost in the labyrinth of my mind. And you understand yes. why. I don't know. Also, the beginning, like, lost in the labyrinth of my mind, it only hurts this much right now, and she does that all the time, and it's like, she's always making the same mistake in this labyrinth, and she always goes down that road, and there's a dead-end street, and she has to go back, but then it's like, also like a loop. Yes. And as you were saying before, she was spiraling. And it's like she's lost and she's trying to find an answer, but she doesn't know where to go, how to get there. She's overthinking and God, I think it's seriously the song. (laughs) Yes. Like such simple lyrics. So meaningful. Yes. Yes. And it kind of reminds us of the lyrics from This Me Crying. They told me all of my cages were mental. Literally. Literally. (laughs) About the breakup break free etc verdicts of course each break verb has a specific meaning it's so crazy that she gives six different meanings in two lines of the same verb we have first breakup so that obviously means ending a relationship with a partner or like a partnership in general the second is break free which means regain the status of freedom after a period of imprisonment which reminds me of the lyrics from tolerated what would you do if i break free and leave us in ruins yeah and that's also connected to you're losing me and it's different she's the one who yes. ended the relationship because she needed space you know um then we have the third meaning breakthrough which uh, means break or force a way out of a barrier but also achieve success in a particular area. I think in this case, it could be like, she felt free. Like, break free. It's the, yes, she finally felt good after this breakup. But then this was followed by the breakdown. Uh, I think actually in the context of this song and in our interpretation, I think the breakthrough part yeah. is when they got back together. Yeah, also. Like, they had a breakthrough yeah. in the relationship because they got back together. Yeah, it makes more sense. No, but actually it does make sense anyway, because in a breakup, you always have the the down period, but also up 
have like an all period where you, you realize that you broke free of that. Um, so yeah, you have a breakthrough. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it makes sense either way. And then we have the breakdown. When this is used in reference to something mechanical, it means to quote-unquote suddenly cease to function. And in the situation of a breakup, it means cease to continue. So, I mean, it reminds us of the lyrics from right where you left me. Everybody moved on, but I stayed there. And also, breakups happen every day, you don't have to lose it. Yeah. And then we have, you would break your back to make me break a smile. So, break your back means to put a lot of effort into achieving something. So he's really trying here to make her break a smile. To, so to make her smile suddenly, even more so in a situation where the other person, so her in this case, wasn't happy to begin with. Yeah. And then it's followed by another pre-chorus. You know how much I hate that everybody just expects me to, to bounce back, just like that. Yeah, it's connected to everything else we said so far I guess. today I'll be getting over you my whole life and again this really reminds me of the lyrics breakups happen every day you don't have to lose it yeah. and right where you left me yeah because it's people expecting that you would just be fine after something like that happens that yeah, yeah bounce back move on and obviously here we're connected this we, we're connecting this to a relationship because, I mean, that's what we talked about uh, so far. But in general, I think this could be connected to basically anything, any kind of t situation that ended up hurting you. People just expect you to be over what caused you pain. That's not always possible, I guess. And I don't know, I feel it's fine to take your time from personal experience, don't no. take too much time. No, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, take take all the time you need. Yes, but then move on. No, I'm I'm kidding, of course. Like, no, I'm not kidding. Like, I'm serious, but it's just my experience, so I don't want to <laughs> to be too general about this. Uh, but yeah, this is connected to the lyrics in "You're Losing Me." I'm getting tired, even for a phoenix, always rising from the ashes, mending whole earth gashes. Yeah, like yeah. What else can we say about this? It's there. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. And also, <laughs> we connected to some lyrics in "Hits Different." Moving on was always easy for me to do. It is different. It is different because it's you. And also, I used to switch, to switch out discounts. I just ghost. Like. So, you know. It's not that easy, but. She did that, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then we go into the chorus again. There's like, you know, the whole outro thing happening. So basically, the, the lyrics are done. Can I say something about the music? Oh, yes. Let's talk about the music. Um, I don't really know how to say this. Okay. Um, without making a sound with my <laughs> voice. <laughs> uh, but we have like the... Yeah. It's like... The cat it's on the piano. It's, yes. it's the idea of the plane going... <laughs> up yeah after like falling down and it's like ascending it's something yeah coming back yeah i don't know i i, I only that, keep I really thinking like I, I keep thinking about the cat on the piano from that talk like I, <laughs> that's, that's what the sound is in my mind <laughs> that's really what happened benji jumped on the piano and he made that sound yeah and jack was like keep that keep that <laughs> That's what happened. Okay. What did I want to say? Okay, the production. It's very, very, very strange compared to all the other songs. I think that the thing, the song we have closest to this song is Midnight Rain. The Reader. Oh, yeah, also The Reader, I guess. Yeah, it's. I think the intros are have some elements in common. Yeah, I guess so. Actually, you know what? It's like. I'm thinking about is it over now? I think the intro oh, is yes. similar to this one, but it's also similar to the Dear Reader one. So, yeah. I mean, it, 
so yeah, because of that, those two in these two intros, so Labyrinth and Dear Reader are kind of similar. Like I'm not saying they're similar, but they have some elements in common, you know? Mm -hmm. Both produced by Jack. Yeah. It, it took some time for me to appreciate the production and the music. Now I love it. I actually don't remember how I ranked this. I don't first, either, I but I don't think it was in my top 10. We did a ranking, right? We did. Ranking session. No, mashups. Ranking <laughs> session. Episode 22. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about you. Oh, you had... Oh, no, I had it at number 8. Okay. You had it at number 12. Yeah, it was not in my top 10. Actually, I think it's... It's higher for me right now. Yeah, me too. It's definitely in my top 10. Um, so, f fun story, I guess. Last year, I went to Spain, and I couldn't wait to play this song as the plane took off. <laughs> like, I literally put on my headphones and labyrinth, and I the, the, the plane taking off takes fucking forever, right? Yes. Okay, so I, I started it when I thought it was going to take off. And I played it Labyrinth like 10 times. And it still wasn't yeah. taking off. So I had Labyrinth on repeat for like 20 minutes. <laughs> on loop, basically. That damn flight. <laughs> damn flight. Anyway, the lyrics. Alice, what are your favorite lyrics from Labyrinth? So obviously lost in the Labyrinth of my mind. Yeah. But also, it only hurts this much right now, was what I was thinking the whole time. I agree. And yeah. what about you? Yeah, um, the, the second lyric that you mentioned um, has always been my favorite. I guess I also said that as my favorite lyric um, when we re reacted to Midnight. Yeah. Um, but also, I really, really appreciate the lyrics. Break up, break free, break through, break down. You will break your back to make me break a smile genius yeah. yeah so i guess that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening no episode next week because <laughs> i think we need a pause but the last time we did that it was when taylor announced the 1989 taylor's version yeah like so there was seriously. no pause so we've never had a week off yeah and we thought we could do that but then we will be back the week after that we with we really don't know what because it depends because we're clowning guys we're we're like believing that something will happen you can give us a five star review you can share this podcast with your friends family loved ones listen to labyrinth because come on it's yeah. such a great song yeah thank you so much for listening bye, bye.